0: Why
1: hello and welcome hello. to the. Oh.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I messed it up.
1: <laughs> should we start again or should we just keep it in? What do you think? Let, what do you think? Keep rolling, Jono. Okay, right, keep keep rolling. rolling. Hello and welcome to the Beatles World Cup, uh where we are taking 213 Beatles songs and condensing them into a. Uh, I've run out of things, you know, to. Well, analogies. A melange. A melange?
0: A melange. Yeah. That feels right to
1: me. Okay, melange. Let's do it. <laughs> this is started well. Needles. Anyway, uh, welcome. I'm Jono. And I'm Rob. And uh, we've got a very exciting week ahead of us, actually. I mean, thinking about this a lot, we drew four random songs out at the end of the last episode, uh, the winner of which, by the way, was for no one. By a hair's breadth. It,
0: it, it, yeah, it just made it. We, we almost had to play uh, Paul or John on that one. Yeah
1: but at the last minute just as we thought had to come down to a tiebreaker rob for the first time ever changed his mind yeah it's rare it doesn't happen often i promise you that you're still feeling okay i feel fine i feel fine (laughs) (laughs) nice uh all right heat 28 and uh those four random songs rob what did we pick out last week
0: Yes, Jono, we're looking at Golden Slumbers from Abbey Road, She Said She Said from Revolver, Taxman also from Revolver, and Magical Mystery Tour from Magical Mystery Tour.
1: Got some big hitters this week. Let's get into it. This is the Beatles World Cup. Yes, yes, yes. Jumping <laughs> around are. that sixty-six to sixty-nine period quite happily today. We're kicking off with Golden
0: Slumbers. Yes, from Abbey Road, and precisely the Abbey Road medley. There's so much good stuff in the Abbey Road medley, John. Yet, because it's all part of a bigger whole, some of the songs do feel like snippets. And I think this is one of them. It's only about a minute and a half long. What there is of it is quite beautiful. The, you know, the whole once there was a way to get back homeward has a nice, I don't know, melancholic romanticism sort of vibe going on. Like, you know, once there was a way to do this thing, but now presumably we can't do this thing, you know, that instantly ties into the whole vibe of this being their last LP Even if it wasn't the last LP released, it was still the last recorded LP they made, you know, that you listen to it and you think, yes, somehow something's been lost, it can't be returned to, and it applies to the LP, it applies more universally, I think everyone knows how that feels, we all have things we can't get back to, or am I just overthinking it and... (laughs) Like other songs in the Beatles canon Like when we discussed Across the Universe It's just pretty words in a row And it doesn't really mean anything oh, I might go with the
1: former But I'm wondering how you feel about it, Jono It does feel like like that whole medley Apart from a couple of them I mean Polythene Pam probably the most uh, That whole medley has got a melancholy about it Yes and you know we were talking about the Sun King a few weeks ago, where it sort of has got that sense of sense of things that are, are starting to change and end. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and is it is an like, autumnal?
1: Yeah, like you're definitely coming to the. You're moving towards closure, I guess, or something. Mm, um, mm. And you think like carry that weight. Also, I mean, even that that's a sort of a little bit strange, but that still has that sense of. I don't know. Something's finishing. Yeah, now this this feels like the you know the the, the chorus of golden slumbers feels like it's it, it's it's building. It's like the, It would be like the ending of uh, a musical. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, I think I'm sorry to jump back to um, Sing. Did, was I talking about Sing or the Minions a few weeks ago? Might have been the Minions. <laughs> You were talking um, minions, yes. Well, the film Sing, which is about mm. singing um animals. Right. Golden Slumbers is um I think the opening or the closing track of the big stage show that the that the animals put on.
0: It'd be weird <laughs> as an opening.
1: I think it does open it. I really? think they come onto stage and it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does it feels like an ending to me. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking about. Maybe it was the ending. I don't know. I have not watched Sing really apart from, you know, out of the corner of my eye when the kids are watching it. So Right. Yeah. I've, I've um, never seen it. No. No, nor should you, really. There's not really sort of much of a reason uh, for it. Um, no John in this one. John is not involved None. with this at all. Um, it did make a very lovely soundtrack to another John Lewis Christmas song. Did it? We were talking about real love a few weeks back. Yes, this was for um, the one, if I remember correctly, that um, uh, Michelle Gondry directed, right? Who directed? um, Help me out here. I don't know. Uh, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh,
0: that's a good movie. Um, Nice little indie film. That
1: one. Yeah, it was about a boy with a monster under his bed. Uh, Again, great John Lewis ad. They're all good.
0: Um, yeah, I was going to say, the, the John Lewis ad is about a monster under the bed, not Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's
1: yes, it's that's very different. Wiping um, your memory to get a, a, a girl. Covered, you,
0: yeah, go on.
1: <laughs> it was covered by Elbow, and it actually, I think that the it was on their greatest hits, the band Elbow. Right. Um, they covered it and released it. Oh. So, yeah, it's interesting. So
0: they made it more of a track than it than it is it, a minute and a half on Abbey Road. They must or?
1: do well. I think it feels with with the one on Abbey Road. It feels like you've got like the verse. It feels like it needs a second verse and then into the chorus. Right? It's sort of the chorus jumps in pretty fast. Yeah. Um, how interesting to know what this would be like if they did make into had made it into a proper song. It'd
0: be a very nice song.
1: Is there a is there a, um, is there anything on an anthology? For this, Ooh. like where they sort of tested it or recorded you know, demos, I'd have to or? go
0: and look. That that third anthology, I've not listened to a whole lot actually.
1: This wouldn't have been on the Escher demos, would it? Yeah, I don't
0: know. Possibly. No, I'm looking over at books on my shelf, thinking if I could just grab one of those books it might mm. tell me the answer, but it'd be very boring for our listeners to yeah to hear, so I won't do that.
1: Um I think is yeah, would love to know what this would be as a as a longer track because there was a a beautifulness to it which would have been interesting but it's not so we have to you know take it for what it is which is a short little snippet yeah anyway let's uh, move on to She Said She Said
0: Yes, and I think I, I built this one up a bit last week by saying there's a there's a good story behind this one, Jono. Well, Do you I mean, know the story behind? Well, it? Well,
1: if there's no John on Golden Slumbers, there's no Paul on She Said She Said. Is that it? But that but that's not the story. Oh, no, right? Is this the Peter Fonda one? It is the Peter Fonda Whoops, one. Wrong story. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, if you if you think
0: this feels like you're on drugs when you listen to it, maybe it's because it was inspired by some really trippy stuff going on the Beatles were in the US and they were getting into LSD. And the story goes that they're in a huge empty bathtub with members of the Birds and also Peter Fonda. So this must have been a huge bathtub. It must be like say. one of those bathtubs that you put soccer teams in. You know those bathtubs, you know, after the match all the boys jump in. No. Nude up and just jump in and splash about, what you know t- that? Uh, no, I you never played to- rugby or anything. Okay. Let's move Moving on. on. Moving on, it must have been one of those. Uh and anyway, George was scared of dying. Now I don't know this whether he was on a trip and the trip was making him scared of dying, or whether he was just having some sort of paranoia and was talking about dying. And Peter Fonda, the actor, was trying to comfort him because Peter Fonda, when he was young, had shot himself and had actually been declared dead. So Peter Fonda was saying, like, I, I know what it is. I know what it's like to be dead you know George it's fine you know trying to calm him down by saying that you know I've been dead it's alright uh, it didn't actually calm George down at all um, and he was even apparently showing them the bullet wound scar and all of this oh, sort of God, stuff
1: that wouldn't help if he's tripping uh, <laughs> uh, well
0: I know and Lennon said later and I made a note of this around 1980 it might have been one of those long 1980 interviews that he did uh, just before the he Playboy died Playboy ones Yeah it yeah. might have been Playboy yeah. he said um You know, we didn't want to hear about it. We were on an acid trip and the sun was shining and the girls were dancing and the whole thing was beautiful and 60s. And this guy, who I didn't really know, he hadn't made Easy Rider or anything at the time, kept coming over, wearing shades and saying, I know what it's like to be dead. And we kept leaving him because he was so boring. It was scary. You know, when you're flying high and he's like... I know what it's like to be dead, man.
1: <laughs> I just love the idea of him just following them around. <laughs> <laughs> around this house, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? I, I know what it's like to be dead. Yeah, yeah we know that. Can you leave us alone? <laughs> Please.
0: Uh, but anyway, to tie it all together, of course, I know what it's like to be dead became one of the, the main lyrics in the in the song. That's where it came from. So there, that's the story.
1: Excellent. Um, lovely, lovely slice of early acid rock. This really, um, isn't it? It is, it's great Uh, My bit of news about this one Which was about Paul not being on it Was that Paul walked out of the recording session for this In a half I think it was something around the arrangement of uh, the song Right And I think it's still a bit of a mystery as to why he did But anyway, Paul's not on it So it's only John, Ringo and um, and George on this one Mm. Um, Another bit of trivia on it as well It's the only song that they recorded in one hit for Revolver So they only did it in one session, did the whole thing. It was done. Um, All the other tracks on Revolver were over a longer multi-session period of time. So, yeah. Yeah. I love this. I love She Said, She Said. It's one of my favourites. Yeah, Um, it's a good song. It's really good. It's got that very, yeah, slightly acid-trippy vibe. Um, Those sort of deep, I mean, sort of acid-deep, which may not actually be that deep at all, um, mm-hmm. lyrics from John, which will be coming out a bit more in one mm-hmm. album later. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, so,
0: John via Peter Fonda.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I think this is, I, I, I think it's great. Love, love, love. She said, she said. So, yeah, good song. Mm, awesome. All right, uh, on to the opening track of Revolver, Tax Taxman.
0: Yeah, what a cool way to start an album, the one, two, three, four, in the in the weird voice, and then Macca's bass booms in, and it's a George song to boot, a George song kicking off an LP, and it really swings along, doesn't it? Um, of course, like some other George songs we've covered in earlier episodes, there was some real-life commentary going on here, it just wasn't pretty words, um... Basically, here's some background, dear listener. As their earnings were putting the Beatles obviously in the top tax bracket in the United Kingdom, the the guys were liable to pay, and this just blows my mind, Jono, a 95% super tax, uh, which was introduced by the Harold Wilson Labour government, uh, which gave rise to the lyric There's um, how does it go There's one for you, 19 for me. Mm. That, that's where that comes from, was literally this Labour government came in and said, OK, for the super rich, we'll do this super tax. I mean, how insane. Even even in a socialised sort of society, like the UK, very famous at that time for the socialised healthcare, or still is really, the NHS, although it's a shadow of its former self. Uh, no political comments, though, on this show, Jono. A tax rate of 95%. It's just nuts, mm. even in a socialized society. And this was basically George's protest against it. And what a what a swinging, groovy protest it is! It's it's a great number, great yeah. album opener.
1: Aha, um, uh-huh, Mr. Wilson, there it is. Uh, yeah, love that. So very, very con- contemporary lyrics. Contemporary contemporaneous. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I got that right. Yeah, one. yeah. yeah. Um, I love the the. Um, the lyric of, now my advice for those who die to clear the pennies on your eyes. Yes. That's dark. Yeah, it is. Um, really, really great lyrics in there. It is still lyrics though, about George having a moan about him to pay tax. Really? Isn't it? Which.
0: Oh, look, I'm in two minds about this. Cause when, when pop stars go on about tax and, you know, start up shell companies and obscure islands, you know, so they don't have to pay their fair share that's dodgy but god 95% tax that's that's the other end of the pendulum that's like I say it's insane I would have written a song about it myself
1: um, wouldn't very, have been as good very and you're right about that opening it kind of is quite a it's almost like this is how it's going to be now things have changed even since Rubber Soul Um, it's got a very different vibe it's like having that and then the other end tomorrow never knows like if you're wanting a statement of we're changing as a band (laughs) things aren't going to be the same again
0: oh and this is why Revolver is I'm going to say this, most Beatles fans favourite album
1: Mm.
0: I think, I I feel pretty safe saying that, I mean it's not mine but it's close, probably my second favourite um, <laughs> Listeners, write in on a postcard. <laughs> Tell us if you've been listening to the last 20-something weeks. Pop
1: quiz. Um, whereas I've kept mine somewhat under wraps, I think it's fair to say. Really? Can you name my favourite album?
0: It won't be one of the early ones, I know that. Oh, come on.
1: Hey. <laughs> it could be Beatles
0: for sale. At, <laughs> at one time, I thought it might have been Sgt. Pepper.
1: Guess you have to keep on waiting won't you mm.
0: yeah because i don't think it is i actually don't think it is but at one time i thought it was that mm. uh I'll
1: tell you what if it was you have put me off it because you've basically <laughs> i've slated up the album Debbie downer on that one um <laughs> cool no text great it's very it's awesome guitars are great in it um yeah lots of good percussion yeah good one <laughs> Nice. Um, right, going to a year later um, yes. It is time to embark Roll Up, Roll Up On the Magical Mystery Tour
0: Yeah, and a, and a step down in quality I'm going to say that straight off the bat Although, I've always had a soft spot For this one I I can't really enunciate why Is it is it the drumming that just pounds it along? I think the tempo does have something to do with it Like the reprise of Sergeant Peppers In some ways mm. y- You know, it's, it's, like the, 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 the drums come in, and, and here the drums are pounding as well. And then it has that slower bit, then the slightly different slower bit, and all of this is tempo-related. It goes up and down, and it's very exciting in concert, too, when you see Maka do this in concert. I don't... Oh, did he do it when I saw him? I, ooh, he might have, but I'm not entirely sure. I've seen a lot of videos of him doing it, and it's a very exciting sort of song to do on stage, because I guess i guess the vibe of it is like you know come on everybody roll up roll up and he can pound away on the, the the keys and off he goes so whether it's the tempo whether it's that exciting live vibe that i think it has i can't actually tell you why i've got this soft spot i, I don't think it's one of the great beatles songs but it's always one i've enjoyed listening to if it comes on uh sorry to be vague on this one John. um it might have to remain a bit of a mystery as to
1: why I like it, no pun intended. I think you can be vague on it because I think it's um, it's, a, it's a strange one, isn't it? Because obviously it was part of... Well, it was recorded well before they did the TV special. This was recorded literally the week after they finished Pepper.
0: Yeah, it's got so, that vibe.
1: Yeah. Um, and I wonder whether just having you know got through doing Pepper, this kind of felt like a bit of a off cast of that like it's not quite as good as like it's not that sort of scrambling around for another idea because Paul loved those sort of cohesive ideas right at this point mm-hmm. so he had the band for um for Sergeant Pepper and this one was more about this tour um I don't know it just feels like it's a it's a they probably just expended all of their creative juices and this was like the last little drop
0: Squelch. <laughs> there
1: was there was lift at the end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean John's vocal sounds very much like the kind of voice he does in places on a day in the life. For example, where it goes up into that really high register mm. um, you know, it doesn't sound quite like the rock and roll John of the earlier years sort of thing. It's it's more that no. yeah, that, that higher voice that he sort of does more in, in this era and in his solo career as well. Yeah, I can see it being sort of an off-cut of Pepper.
1: Yeah, it doesn't...
0: Um... But do you get what I mean about it being exciting? Yeah. Have you seen it in concert, like even in a video?
1: No. Okay. Is he doing it on his current tour?
0: I, again, I don't know. These these are older tours that right. I've seen. You know, and you'll, you'll be banging away on the keyboard. And it's just it's just a very exciting live song, even though it's not a great song in itself. Yeah, it's interesting like that.
1: It almost feels like, had they not done Pepper, had they not done the whole band thing of Sergeant Pepper's band, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that sort of concept, this could have been more interesting, but it, it just feels like it's, you've kind of been there, done that, guys. Why why are you doing this, you know? Yeah. And also just for yeah. certain bits of it where it's like, uh, a reservation. Uh, da, 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 da. It just feels like their heart's not quite in it and which it apparently wasn't like this was all Paul's idea and i don't think John and and George were kind of into it but they went along with it
0: no well even the even the actual magical mystery tour show itself i think they were like you know let's get on a bus and we'll fill it up with Circus freaks, or whatever, and something will happen, and not much did happen. Mm. You know, I think people tuned in. Was it like a Christmas or a Boxing Day or a New Year's Day sort of something special? Like that. Yeah. And like lots of people tuned in for the Hot New Beatles thing, and it was like, oh. <laughs> this is you not know. a
1: hard day's night. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I. On its own, out of context, it's different. It's interesting. It's it's fun. You're right. It's got like an energy to it. But um, I don't know. It just feels like it gets lost amongst everything else.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Sorry, the magical mystery tour is cancelled <laughs> <laughs> uh, due to lack of interest. Um, all right, cool. Let's go back on our four songs though: Golden Slumbers, She Said, She Said, Taxman, and Magical Mystery Tour. We need to make a choice, Rob. You're not allowed to change your mind this week. You've got to commit to it, okay?
0: Oh, gosh, because I'm in similar territory to last week. So mm. to be honest, where I've got a song that I think is better than the other song, but I think the song that isn't as good is probably the better choice.
1: Well, good luck to you. Oh,
0: crikey. I'm doing this live, dear listener. I honestly am. I never have sort of something written down uh, telling me what to pick. Jono, I'm going to go with Taxman.
1: Ooh interesting
0: i think it's just the groovier song out of that and she said she said if that wasn't already obvious
1: right cool good choice very where good choice are, where are
0: you going not
1: my choice um okay. i'm afraid uh i'm i'm gonna go as she said she said um it's a great choice because it's uh, text is great and it does open well but i think like uh, i don't know there's there's more of a I'm going for like an acid trip rather than a social commentary. What's not? Um, oh, <laughs> I have been for the last hour, have you not? Uh, um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I, I've always loved. She said, she said. I think there's a there's just something to it that's very offbeat, but kind of uh, exciting, and it tells a story. And yeah, it, I, I, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. I love Taxman, but she said she said for me. All right,
0: one. I I I think it's a great song. I I don't sit here going, oh no no John, either you picked the wrong thing. I think mm. you picked one of the two good great songs here for me, Taxman, because of the snark in the lyrics, especially and the groovy bass line. Yeah,
1: cool. Well, we've come to it. We're doing our version of Heads and Tails. It is John or Paul, mm-hmm. uh, where we have a. We're all about the randomly selected things here. A randomly selected uh, snippet of one of the two of them. It's ready mm-hmm. to be, I've got a button ready to press, Rob. So um, that button will either have Paul or John speaking. Who yes. are you going to pick this week?
0: It's a shame there's no George to pick. So uh, <laughs> I've got to go with Paul or John.
1: I'm going with John. You're going with John. Okay. I. That means that if it's John, it's going to be Taxman. Mm-hmm. If it's Paul, it's She Said, She Said. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. See, I want to just try and do one quiet verse, one loud verse, and then that's it, really. The tax man has been sent packing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she said. She
1: said. She's won.
0: So, uh, I'm not unhappy with that.
1: No, honestly. I, I would have been happy either way as well. I think we we were um, we had a cornucopia of choices among, uh, in front of us, didn't we?
0: Yeah, and golden slumbers is beautiful too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somebody needs to extend it somebody needs to I need to go back to that elbow, uh remix uh, remake of it and see whether they did actually extend it out I'll find out yeah, I'll put it yeah. On Twitter. check it out yeah, yeah. absolutely hey we're going to do though as always we have two get next week's songs Okay. doke we pick them out
0: let's do it here we go
1: oh, alright you ready for the first one this is for I am... 29 next week. I call your name. Oh, gosh, that's an early one. I call your name. You know my name. <laughs> uh, eight days a week. Yes, great. Classic. Also the name of a um, very excellent documentary. Uh, back in the USSR. Okay. Yeah, White Album. Good, good. And. I I' mine I mine, I'm in mine. <laughs> Oh,
0: I've heard that so many times in the last few months. yeah but great song, okay, good.
1: There we go, four more songs. We will be whittling those down to a song to go through next week. We would love for you to join us. Hey, if you want to get in touch, as always, the Beatles World Cup at gmail.com and on Twitter at Beatles World Cup. We will, of course, have uh, this week's choices up there and you can tell us which you would have picked um, out of, out of uh, those four songs, Taxman or um, She Said, She Said or Golden Slumbers. The other one. What was the other one? Magical <laughs> Mystery Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh let us know. It would be lovely to hear your um feedback on that as well. So yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Have a week. Have a week. <laughs> Have a Kit Kat. <laughs> See you. Bye.